Hello and welcome to Opening the Gates to More Listings for Estate Agents with me, Simon Gates, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Mr. Mike Love. Mike, thank you very much for joining me. No, thank you very much for having me, Simon. Um, it's my first time on a podcast, so it's quite exciting. You should feel privileged as well. I, I, I am <laughs> I, I am privileged to have, have you here. I know you're going to uh, drop some, some absolute gold, so I'm going to jump straight into it. And first question is... Can you remember your first ever listing as an estate agent? Yes, I can remember that. I think that's one of those things you don't forget. Yeah, ah, yeah, same here. Uh, how did you get it? I got this listing. It was through a lovely lady. I got it from door knocking. So I was door knocking in an area called Datchet. Then I'd knocked on about 45 doors, I think, that day. Because wow. I was literally trying to get as many listings as possible. Then everybody was literally just saying no. Then I knocked on this lovely lady's door and she literally just welcomed me and the rest of the history. So 45, well, 44, 45 no's yeah. to, to get to that yes. Exactly. Nice. And then what happened when she, she welcomed you? How Did you go on to sell it? What happened? Yeah, so what happened is um, she welcomed me in. We had a bit of a conversation. Then I said, look, I'm going to come back. Uh, in two days time to have a more formal appraisal so i went back we had a good conversation we managed to get a good agreement at two percent then managed uh, to sorry what your first listing was at what percentage two percent okay you said that very casually nice oh standard. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it was at two percent and um yeah we sold it within four days I held an open house it had like 45 people in it then i went back to her and i said okay ruby okay that's the name. Um, she's cool with this. Like we always, she's still one of my closest friends. Actually, I went back to her and I said, "Ruby, um, you're happy with four hundred thousand pounds?" She said, "Yes." Then I said, "So anything that we get over four hundred thousand pounds, we can go to fifty fifty. She agreed to that. Then ended up selling it for four hundred twenty-five thousand. Nice. So she would have walked away very happy at four hundred thousand. You've gone and got her four two five, and she's very happily giving you twelve and a half thousand pounds because you've just basically changed her life with an extra twelve and a half thousand pounds herself right yeah amazing and where did that idea come from on the kind of onward negotiation and performance sort of bonus is that something uh you just got yourself or did you see it online or did someone across like nessie because who you sort of were in business with and tell you about that how did it start so splitting the difference was taught to me by one of my mentors and our director at Nessie, because Mr. McPeak. Cool. Perfect. I think that I just asked on that because um, fees is a really, really tough thing. Uh, as you know, in, the, in this country, there has been a massive race to the bottom. Um, yet there's people I've interviewed on this podcast who charge 2%, 2.5%, uh, get performance enhanced bonuses. Um, so, no, absolutely love that. Um, so, sorry, you had... 45 people at the open day is that what you said yeah and had this property been on the market with another estate agent previously it had been on the market for a year and a half of a previous agent okay and what do you think it was that you did differently to get so many people through the door and achieve that result i think the most important thing was having a conversation and understanding her needs so by me understanding what ruby wanted i was able to adjust the pricing in a way to get as many more people inside so after adjusting the price we had as many more people we created demand by going through 
I went to every single house in the street, knocked on every single door, invited them to the open house. I sent out letters, and at the time, I wasn't using home search. So I right, literally okay. letters, wrote them out, gave them out. And yeah, so that was how I generated the interest. But of course, I put it on all the portals as well. But the majority of the interest came from the street. Okay, they, they, there is a, um, some great sort of, uh, sort of dialogue out there saying that some of the best estate agents are actually your neighbours and friends, i.e. property on the street. You want the neighbours to know about it because you never know who they might know who's looking to move into the area. So I think that's an amazing tactic to, to do that. Thank you. Perfect. So that was the first listing. Let's fast forward. The last listing you put on the market. So the last listing I put on the market was one today, actually. And and talk us through that. Where's how how's that come about? So that's how did Sidcup come about? Sidcup came through a conversation. Yeah, it came for a conversation. So we once rented a house to shoot a video shoot for my brother because he's a musician. Okay. And I kept in touch with the owner and I've literally followed up on him for the last two years. And <laughs> boom, he's literally turned around yesterday, agreed for us to sell his property for four million pounds. Wow. So like so so two things on on listings you've gone out and got there. You've gone out and got them yourself. Like that first one, you you door notch, you didn't give up. And then the second one is opportunities all around us. Like uh, music videos being shot you then perhaps start talking uh, property with the guy and then two years later you've nurtured that relationship and then when they're ready to sell you're on the shopping list to be asked right yeah 100 do you know what the funny thing is so ruby's property wasn't the first property i sold so the first property i sold was actually a mistake so this is how i ended up in real estate agency ah so okay the pub, we're all just having a laugh yeah, And I overheard a conversation with a gentleman and he was talking about his property on the market. And at the time, I was very much involved in dropshipping. And dropshipping is very much marketing. It's just getting a product, putting on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and the like. So I went up to him after having a couple, just boosted the confidence, right? <laughs> so went up to him, had a conversation with him. I said, look, sorry, sir, I overheard you saying you've been trying to sell your property. And he says, yeah, I've had all the great agents on it, etc. I'm not going to mention names. Then I said to him, how about if I sold it for you? He said, what, what are you going to do? Do you work with an estate agency? And I said, no, I don't. I sell products. Then he says, uh, but this is a house. I was like, yes, a house is a product to me, that is. Yeah, okay. So I took it on. He eventually said, right, you crack on. You've got 30 days to do this. I took it on, did a couple of videos, a couple of photos, marketed it across facebook and instagram and i sold it within 14 days and i got two percent for that so i made 20 grand and i thought ka-ching i can do this and that's how real estate agency began so again the um this is gonna sound really really uh cringy but you know from the conversations we've had i like a a good old cliche and stuff but um they say open doors are easier to walk through and like you, you can sniff out opportunity a mile off, right? You're in the pub and you've heard something. Whereas I, there are estate agents. I don't mean it in a harsh way because I would have been one of these one day earlier on in my career. I would have heard that conversation in the pub and gone, oh, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, like I, um, I went to a, a charity jubilee event, um, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And literally, I must have had half a dozen like 
property conversations with people. Um, and it's not me like forcing it on people, just like, oh, what you do and, and stuff like that. And then they're intrigued about it. Like we do hold the keys to one of the most interesting industries in this country. And I think we don't talk about it enough. Like, for example, the um, what is it? The highest interest rate rise in 27 years yesterday. Like I've not been on social media really in the last 24 hours, um, but I'm hoping that there are estate agents who are talking about that and what it will mean to their marketplace and looking at both sides of it, not just the negativity that the press like to sell, but uh, the positives of, of it as well. Um, and it would be lazy to just, you know, reshare an article from BBC News saying interest rates rise, uh, but, uh, you know, at the highest point for 27 years. It's actually don't just provide that data, interpret it. Mm-hmm. um so okay so three three ways you've got listings there is there any other um unique strategies you don't want to give away all your secrets i'm sure but is there anything else you've done outside the box that you'd love to share with the listeners that has yeah, helped you, know you? Simon, um a lot of my secrets to be fair you've taught me them and furthermore i'm very very open to giving out every secret that i have why because as you've taught me many times that we can share the secrets to a million people but only a handful of people are going to do them yeah, absolutely. So I'd say one of the most unique ways that I've generated a listing, listings recently is one, using the platform Home Search and the QR coding strategy. But not just using a QR code and having a link tree on it, which is yeah. good as well, which is great. But what I do is sit here in my office, have a light on me, put my phone in front of me, and I record a video and I speak to the client. I go on land registry and I search for the client's information, get the name, and I create a personalized video for the client. For example, I'd say, hi, Simon, this is my club from Nessie because I've noticed your beautiful property has been in the market for so long and I feel it shouldn't have been on the market for this long. So I thought, let me create a short video to give you a few top tips that I use to sell my client's properties. And the list goes on. I mean, yeah. if anyone wants to find out about these strategies, they can get in touch with you, myself, or just find them on YouTube. So the way like you just said that and when i've watched the the videos you come across so well it seems like you're uh, a natural in in front of camera has that taken lots of hard work behind the scenes like lots of bloopers and outtakes or did you just one day just do it and it was it was easy and it came to you do you know i wish life was that easy <laughs> if life was that easy believe me i'm having 30 million listings every single day right but in all honesty it took me I deleted, I think, before I got the first perfect take, over 300 videos. Wow. I'd even forget my own name at times. <laughs> Hi, Simon. My name is, what's my name? And I'll start again. So, yes, it's taken practice and it still takes practice because if I get out of practice, I forget the process and I believe in processes so much. So I go back to it, I revisit it, and I try to be consistent with it as many times as possible. Yeah. And like you were saying uh, a couple of minutes ago, um, what we're kind of discussing and look this is a podcast it's free content there is so much free content out there uh, that you can go and see all these ideas but ideas is one thing it's the execution the implementation of it and uh, the thing that we're speaking about now and we'll continue to speak on uh, in a minute I've shared that what we discussed and the results you've had with agents and they've gone that is amazing I'll never do that so it just well, proves yeah never do yeah, it just proves the point of what you said. They, they're, they're more like, I'd much prefer to just chuck out X amount of leaflets, letters, postcards, whatever they're doing, whatever platform they use, and hope to get one response. 
and it's just like well you know uh Usain Bolt didn't become the fastest 100 meter sprinter in the world you know Cristiano Ronaldo didn't come one of the best footballers in the world because they went I'll do it the easy way they literally worked harder than anyone they knew they had a bit of talent but and then they you know really really went with that talent so on your letters just going back to it so the kind of ideas that that we spoke about and you've um implemented so you've you've looked at the internet uh, the portals uh, maybe home search you've seen a property that's on the market with uh, another estate agent you've looked at like that marketing gone you know i think i can help that client it would be selfish of you not to reach out to them and there's one in particular i think so you paid three pounds land registry that's it three pound yet there are probably estate agents out there who will send half a dozen letters to a property with not great content not get responses yet they won't be prepared to pay three pounds to land reg because they think that's too much money but you pay three pounds to land reg you've got the owner's names and they didn't live at that property did they it was a different address no they didn't they lived at a different property yeah so you've then written some at a different address and you've got you've you've sent out the letter da, 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 and on the letter there's a qr code and essentially the call to action is scan this qr code to find out how you can sell your home quicker and, and for the best price roughly speaking yeah yeah. So they then scan that QR code and also, sorry, the letters address them. So you've put dear and then their names. And I think for the benefit of the listeners as well, um, won't want to say uh, their full names for GDPR purposes, but it, it was non-English names, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And uh, they're probably names which you had to work hard on to pronounce correctly and make sure you spell correctly. And they, they probably get people spell their name incorrectly or pronounce their name incorrectly all the time. So for me, if I was in their shoes, the fact that you've got their details, you've put that in a letter, they then scan the QR code and you're saying, hello, X and Y. And they kind of said that, didn't they? They were blown away that you use their names. Yes, they were blown away. And within the video as well. So we're, because I've sent letters to various names, so names from Europe, names from Africa, names from India. So it's not, they're not the easiest of names to pronounce. And I say it in the video, I say, um, good afternoon, or hello, X. Apologies yeah. if I mispronounce your name. You've got an amazing and unique name. My name is Michael. I'm from Nessie because then I go into it. So I acknowledge the fact that I could have pronounced it wrong. So that little soft touch as well just is very welcoming and very warm for them. I love that. Um, and you've got, it's not necessarily a unique name, but you like to use your name in your sort of stage. What is it? Um, is it List With Love or sell, what's the, what is the tagline you've got? Uh, List With Love. List for love. See, that's so smooth. It's a bit like me calling this opening the gates to more listings. Yeah, come on. Love means <laughs> gates. Or the gates are open to love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, uh, I've i interviewed, so um, there's uh, others in the industry I've interviewed. Perry Power, so what I would name to be an estate agent, right? Yeah. And then there's a guy, uh, uh, um, Graham Locke, and we were speaking offline from the podcast, like, God, that's we could do something with unlocking the gates and, and stuff like that, right. so... Uh, some clever play on words. Um, so basically what you've done is you've digitalized direct mail because apparently direct mail is last century and doesn't work these days, but you've got direct mail and you've spun it on its head. You've digitalized it and you've basically taken them from a piece of paper through to a video. They've then contacted you and then you've gone and got the, the listing. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's not one of the, I've, funny enough, there's another crazy way that I've done. I don't know if you've seen my video on LinkedIn where I'm on a train. Uh, I've saved it because I was busy and I was just flicking through and I saw you on a train. I thought, what's this crazy guy up to now? So I saved, so I saved it. And actually that's the point of 
it caught my eye. I wasn't ready to watch it, so it caught my eye and I saved it. So I made sure I watched that later. But yeah, yeah talk no, to us what, what, it, what it happened. It was just about me getting comfortable being uncomfortable because I've been door knocking for a while now. So it's now a part of my DNA. So I put myself in a situation which is probably the hardest situation I've ever been in. So I walk on a train and I'm, hi, my name's Mike Love. I'm not here to ask for any money. I'm just asking for a bit of help. And I'm just all screaming and talking. And what I realise is fine. No one's really paying attention and no one really cares. So eventually I go and I start speaking to people individually, introducing myself. Some people are interested, some people are not. And just from that conversation, I met one gent and he tells me, oh, I had my property in the market and I've taken it off the market. Then the conversation begins. Oh, no. So um, why did you remove it off the market? Then we start having a conversation. He opens up to me and so on and so on. And just from that, I, I didn't get the listing or not yet. I'm still in touch with him, but I managed to book an appraisal. I like your language here, though, not yet. We're learning, we're learning. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> love it. Um, right, so um, I know you're a big learner, um, and I think that for everyone listening, I mean, there's been lots of learnings on the first listing, the last listing, uh, fees there, so how you've got great fees, how you've gone out and won that business, how you've dared to be different. It's really hard to just follow um the crowd i think in this industry and everyone kind of looks and sounds the same you've, you've flipped on its head um so in terms of being a big learner where do, where do you get the inspiration from where do you go looking um for for all of this like in terms of like the internet video books podcasts what is it you're you're looking at so for me i'm a firm believer of god so my structure of my day is god so a lot of my confidence and a lot of my character my charisma is built from the Bible and a lot of my understanding of sales, my understanding of communicating pe with people, respecting one another and loving one another and doing what, um, enjoying a career that you win, but serving people, that all comes from the Bible. So the Bible for me is the greatest book. I was not expecting that answer, but I really <laughs> like that. But uh, serving, not selling, isn't it? We, yeah. we can get so guilty of going into sales mode and people do not like being sold to, particularly in this country. They love buying stuff, they do. but they don't like being sold to. So serve people. I think that's such a powerful message there, to serve people. I agree. Um, so the Bible is a book. Good shout. Yeah. What about uh, visual, video? Like who, who are you following on YouTube or um, who are you listening to on podcasts? Because I know you, you, you like to observe others. So who, who are you watching? Yeah, so on YouTube, I listened to this gent called Brandon Richard, excuse yeah. me, but I'm not good at pronouncing his name. Um, yeah, he's really good. He's He teaches scripts, and I think scripts are a great way for you to understand a client and also a great way for you to learn about yourself and introspect. He, um, there's a book he wrote called High Performance Habits, I think, if we're thinking the same person. Uh, I'm literally looking at it now uh, on my bookcase. Uh, unfortunately it's one of many i haven't read um but a client of mine recommended it um so yeah so guys um who are listening to this go check him out brendan bouchard b-u-r-c-h-a-r-d um and he's got a book called high performance habits and i think this is a pretty damn good title we need more high performance habits um so actually doing some training yesterday mike in person for some agents uh and i was speaking about um habit over inspiration yeah. And what I was basically explaining to them, I was like, is there some days where you wake up really inspired and motivated? They all said yes. 
I said, is there some days where you really don't feel like it because you're not inspired and you're not motivated? They said, yes. I said, okay, do you all clean your teeth twice a day? And they said, yes. I said, I'm really glad about that because it's crucial for the <laughs> health of your teeth. I said, that's not about um, inspirational motivation. That is habit from literally an early age that's drilled into you by your parents. So I was like, habit over inspiration every time. So it doesn't matter whether you're up for it or not. When Monday comes, if you've got that habit ingrained, you'll go and do it. So a bit like going door knocking, sending out those letters, recording those videos. If you do it as a habit, rather than uh, relying on your inspiration, you've got more chance of succeeding with it. I agree with you, Simon. I'm glad you agreed with me because I thought that was quite good. What I said. <laughs> um, right, okay. So you charge very decent fees. Okay, yeah. Probably double what the average is in this country at the moment. And there's a lot of agents, myself included in this, who've been in the industry for, for a little while and perhaps are conditioned and believe that the markets now push fees down because that's what clients want but clearly there are people out there like you who are charging great fees so what does a two percent plus estate agent look like to you what is it they do differently to the ones that charge one percent if you can surmise that i think a two percent plus agent um reason i say plus is because i've got a list of five percent on it is yeah (laughs) is people like us we have principles like we, we abide by principles. So I abide by the principle of P's. So I believe in a process. I believe in people and I believe in a product, the product being the property. Okay. So the people are my priority because it is their property. Yeah. Okay? But the process helps me assist the people and the product. Once I put the product within the process, we're able to satisfy the people. So I think as long as we go in there with an open heart, again, you have to be open hearted and you have to genuinely want to help somebody. So every time when I meet a client and I charge them this fee, my whole aim is to get them the feedback when I sell their property or when I find them their next home. Love that. But on the, when you say about open hearted and, you know, serving, not selling, you must deal with a lot of rejection because not not everyone is going to be, is going to believe that they're, they're going to want that cheap fee so how, how do you deal with rejection so i think it's all about um following up because today the client potential client rather can say no then she may work with a different agent and the different agent may not deliver as to what i would have ha- i would have conversed with it initially then when i follow up two months later or continuously send that letter or continuously have that conversation she then starts opening up to me and then she starts trusting me so it's not an instant process and it's not every single person that's going to accept two percent believe it or not it's not yeah i get nine times out of ten most people say no that's the real truth and it doesn't mean that i'm not i don't adjust my fee i do adjust my fee sometimes and i take it down to 1.5 percent but then again we split the difference then at the end of it it works out to about two to three percent so it's just about understanding the people being patient learning how to yeah. follow up and learning how to follow through so I'm going to get really, really uh, cheesy now. I don't know if I've ever said these, these lines to you before, but have I ever said what no stands for, N-O? No, you haven't. Next opportunity. Boom. Well, that's not cheesy, that's fact. Uh, and there's another one, which uh, I uh, stole from a Welshman of a call centre, uh, and it's S-W-S-W-S-W-N. Some will, some won't, so what, next. Boom. And I think that's the mindset you, you've got to have, because on the... On the QR code letter things you did, you took on uh, 
property there at, and the fee is probably like 50, 60,000 pounds if it goes through to completion, right? Mm-hmm. I think, did you do like 100 of those and, and 99 haven't necessarily gone anywhere, but that that one has is worth a hell of a lot of money? Yeah, exactly. So that one is a 2.5 listing at 2.5%, but it just doesn't end there. That same client is listing his 3.5 million pound property with me. So if oh, wow, I, didn't, I didn't know that. We've got two properties on market, well, one on market, one coming to market, and one potentially coming because I've had a conversation with one of the other ladies. So you would happily send out, you'd happily repeat that process, send out 100 again for 99 people to not talk to you, yet one to talk to you because you can see the value there. Hundred percent. So to to put that into context, I might get this wrong, and I'm slightly stealing from I can't remember who said it. Uh, but to make this easy maths for me, let's just pretend there's a hundred million people in the UK as a population. Okay. Uh, it's probably more like seventy million, but let's say it's a hundred million people. Yeah. If I released a book tomorrow and I sold that, and it had a million people buy it, yep, that is a bestseller. It is 99% of people didn't buy it. Yep. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like, I completely agree, man. And that's literally what real estate agency is a lot of the times for me. So, when I knock on the doors, like I said, I would have knocked on 45 doors, and it's just a one person, that one percent, or that 0.01 percent yeah. of person that changes everything and makes it all worthwhile. And just, um, it's just about you understanding the laws of averages. Yeah. Yeah. So that one house, every door that I've knocked on is now essentially worth about 500 quid. To we said that, didn't we? Yeah, when we spoke the other day. And, and literally, it, well. you, obviously, you obviously wouldn't do this, but I think when we spoke about it, we probably laughed and said, you knock on someone's door and they could be miserable, they could be horrible, and yeah. you just shake their hand and go, thank you so much, that's £500. Like, no, literally. It's a bit like I know footballers, you know, they have to deal with a lot, a lot of um shit. Excuse my French, but you know, it I imagine some of them who are on a hundred to three hundred grand a week and someone is shouting at them from the sides are probably going, Cheers, mate. You just keep shouting at me for 90 minutes because literally I'm earning so much money and you're you're paying my wage from shouting at me. Keep doing it. And I'm sure they probably say that to the fans. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm very cheeky with it. So I can knock on someone's door. So there's various things I've actually done. I've done weird stuff, right? I'm a very crazy person, actually. I like to break the real estate agency rules, okay? And so I knock on someone's door. They tell me to F off. They tell them to go away. I go back. Literally within the five minutes, I write a letter, post it through. I've had a situation where I've done that. Then I've come back. Didn't I tell you to F off? Da, 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 da. Then I'm like, oh, sorry. I apologize. Whatever. Second time, I drove to the shop, bought a bottle of wine, went back knocked on the door and I said, I apologise for interrupting your dinner. Conversation changed. I didn't get the appraisal. I didn't get the listing, but it was very, very welcome. Oh, no, we're so sorry for shouting. We're just having our dinner. But look, honestly, we'll read what you've said and we'll keep in touch. Yeah. I think that's a, a really um, interesting point to just quick, quickly talk about before we move on to the, the final question is whether you're using home search or different platforms out there, sending direct mail, door knocking, whatever, no matter what you do, some people are just not going to like it and they're going to say get lost and they're going to be rude. Um, I've had numerous times where agents have said to me, what was wrong with this letter? I had someone respond really negatively. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, they could have woken up that day and they've gone to their fr- Like this morning, right? I've gone to make myself a coffee. The milk had gone south. Like, I don't know what happened to it, but the milk was wrong. And I was like, ah, oh, my morning coffee, damn it. But I'm like, 
that's okay. It's not the end of the world. I'll just go get a coffee later. Whereas so many people that would like ruin their day and they would just become mm-hmm. miserable, right? So all of a sudden you send a letter through about selling their house and actually they're just in a bit of a bad mood and maybe they had a really bad experience with an estate agent previously and they're like, I'm just going to take it out on him. Yeah, it's easy done. So I know it's easy for, for me to say when it's not my business, but it's you've got to care, but not care too much. And and you've got to have thick skin in this game. I think something that I still struggle with being a very much a people pleaser is you get 100 five star Google reviews. Yeah, one one comes in at three stars and it's as if you've never had those 100 five star reviews. So yeah, it's very important not to get too high with the highs, not too low with the lows. So I agree. Last point, Mike, uh, I'm intrigued to know what your answer um, is going to be on this. So in your real estate career, yeah. what's the best piece of advice you've been given? Um, I'll attribute this to Daniel McPeak, who, again, he's my mentor. I call him my white father as well. <laughs> it's getting comfortable being uncomfortable because the reason I say that is because it's not an easy game it's really not like especially with the way i work in real estate agency i'm independent right and so if i don't sell i don't eat so yeah we eat what we kill so it's not easy sometimes you have hard months sometimes you can go for two months or three months without selling so you just need to find it within yourself to get comfortable being uncomfortable you have to do what everybody else are not willing to do it's pretty much exactly what you told me all the time so when you say, Mike, if you do the videos, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go do the videos. Mike, if you do this, the EPC letters or the home improvement indicators, I'm like, all right, cool. I've got a list of literally over 700 now, Simon. I'm going to send them out. And if I don't get something, I'm coming for your head. I'll send them again. I'll follow back. I'll follow through and I'll follow up. So yeah, so just get comfortable being uncomfortable. Love that. Was that a little Ryan Serhan quote there? That was. Follow up, follow back, follow through. I Yeah, I love that. It really was, yeah. Right, Mike, I think that that is a great way to end the podcast. So for those of you listening, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. If you are doing something that feels painful, it feels like hard work, good, because that probably means you're on the way to some successful results. If it's too easy, you're within your comfort zone, you're probably not achieving the results that you want. So, Mike, that was absolute fire. Thank you very much for being such an amazing guest. No, thank you very much. It was a pleasure um being on here so like i said it was my first podcast and I, i'm very very grateful so thank you very much for having me and last bit of advice for everybody else listening all the agents listen to simon, <laughs> simon <Good> <laughs> cheers mike all right, bro. <laughs>